الحمد لله وكفى والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الذين قالوا ربنا الله ثم استقاموا سبحان ربك رب العزه اما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم الله سبحانه وتعالى mentions some people in Quran ان الذين قالوا ربنا الله these are those people who stay say and state from the depth of their heart rabbuna that our rabb is allah that's it this is the feeling of their heart this is the mission of their life in fact you can imagine all of ramadan was to enable our heart to feel and say the same thing rabbuna allah that our rabb is allah we forgot for so long we thought we ate and drank on our own no our rabb is allah we thought we did things on our own our rabb is allah we thought we had wealth and others were poor that was on our own our rabb was allah rabbun allah our rabb is allah once their heart accepts this once their heart believes this when their whole being submits to this then there's only but one left thing one thing left for them to do thumma istiqamu then they have something called istiqama they become firm and steadfast now having believed with their heart that allah is their rabb so now ramadan was spent on this qalu rabbunallah after eid we must work on the second part thumma istiqamu we must have istiqama this is the golden attribute now we must be begging allah taala for this is the great concern we must have I want istiqama on my taqwa I want istiqama in my feelings I had in Ramadan istiqama means continuity I want to maintain the, my connection with masjid maintain my recitation of Quran maintain my feelings in salah maintain those duas I made at tahajjud time maintain that listening to maghrib azan with such passion and feeling or oh, everything ya rabbi kareem you gave me in this month of Ramadan I want to keep it I want to maintain it I want istiqama I want to be firm and steadfast I want to persevere You will see Allah Taala in his creation has made two types of objects one are those which float away they may flow in the wind they may float on the water they may be swept away by a current and there's another type of object that is firm that is steadfast like the mountain like the boulder nothing can sway it nothing can move it nothing else can shape it So the mu'min was meant to be like the mountain and the boulder and nothing flows it doesn't go with the flow nothing can make it flow away it remains firm and steadfast in whatever deen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon him so this is our need right now otherwise what happens is if you become the other object within the water of the month of Ramadan was flowing over you so you were doing well then now when the dam will be placed all of the special extra mercies of ramadan are going to end in maghrib salah gates of jannah will be closed again gates of jahannam can be opened again shaitan and the shayateen will be let loose again hmm? 
And like we explained to you last night, who will shaitan and the shayateen go to first? Non-believers? No. Believers? Non-practicing believers? No. Practicing believers? Ordinary practicing believers? No. The fasting, practicing, muttakifin, imam, shaykh, alam believers? They will go to them first. Allahu Akbar Kabira. With a vengeance. With a ruthless enmity. Hmm? If you were only able to be on deen, because you were in the flow of the month of Ramadan, the flow of the month of Ramadan is going to end at Maghrib Adhan. But if due to the barakah of that month, you became firm and steadfast on deen, you became that boulder, that mountain, you have istiqamah, then inshallah you will remain and maintain and persevere. All those a'mal, actions, ibadat, worship, feelings, ahwal that you had in this month of Ramadan. So this is our niyyah, because it's another blessed day, Yom al-Jumma, and a blessed month of Ramadan. Moments of dua are accepted in this day, according to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam. So our greatest fikr is that what we mentioned to you last night, after Isha, Kubuliyah, that may Allah ta'ala accept this Ramadan. And number two, Istiqamah, may Allah ta'ala keep us preserved on these feelings after this month of Ramadan. Allah Ta'ala in Qur'an Al-Kareem even commanded this istiqama to Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. فَاسْتَقِمْ كَمَا أُمِرْتَ وَمَنْ تَابَ مَأَكْ فَاسْتَقِمْ Allah Ta'ala tells Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in singular form. O oh, you Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam have istiqama, be perse- persevere, be steadfast. كَمَا أُمِرْتَ As you have been commanded by Allah. Allahu Akbar. Can you imagine then? If our Nabi ﷺ was commanded by Allah to have istiqamah, then what about us? And this is exactly how Allah finishes this ayah. وَمَنْ تَابَ مَعَكْ And anyone who makes tawbah with you, let them know that the first step is tawbah, next step is istiqamah. So we also made tawbah. We didn't make tawbah directly with Nabi Kareem ﷺ. That's called sahaba. But we made tawbah in the month of Ramadan. We made tawbah with his sunnah. We made tawbah with Quran. We made tawbah through dua. So we also learned this lesson from Quran. Ramadan is about tawbah. Or shawal is about istiqamah. This month of shawal is about istiqamah. The training must continue in shawal. That's why Nabi Kareem sallallahu mentioned it from the sunnah. It's mustahab. Mahbub, beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that a person fasts six days in shawal to show they miss that Ramadan, to show they need that Ramadan, so they want the feelings back. And then the Mirakarim said it will be as if they fasted the whole year. But does it mean the feelings of Ramadan will last them all year if in six days in shawal they can work to revive those feelings in shawal? That's the spiritual understanding of the hadith. So this is important for us <coughs> to get this training at istikabah. <coughs> hmm? Those who made tawbah and turned back to their rub and then they had istikama on their deen. There are some things that are going to try to stop us from having this istikama. There are some obstacles, hindrances. But the first one is going to be our nafs. Now, up till now, the nafs was being suppressed because of the fast. One fast tamed it, then two, then three, then thirty consecutive fasts. Trim that nafs down to size. But what's going to happen in shawal? The fasting won't be there anymore. So the nafs will try to bounce back. The nafs will try to grow again. Hmm? 
and it will try to stop us from this istiqamah. First thing nafs will do is you can sleep now, no need to wake up for tahajjud because no need to eat suhoor. Next thing nafs will do is no need to go for fajr jamaat in masjid, you can pray at home. But nafs will keep on going. No need to go for isha salah in masjid because there's no taraweeh. The nafs will not stop. It will not stop. No need to stay away from internet now because you finished that khatam of Qur'an. So you don't have so much Qur'an to read anymore. It's not Ramadan. So go back to your surfing. Go back to your newspaper. Go back to your news. Go back to your chatting. Go back to your social life. Or the nafs is going to attack. In the first few days of shawal, it is going to attack. Allah Akbar. And a specific attack will be that you don't get istiqamah on the feelings that you yourself had in Ramadan. Allah Akbar, this is the treachery of the nafs. Inna nafsallahamaratum bisu'i. Second enemy, an obstacle to having istiqamah will be shaitan. He will come and whisper all types of waswasa. Every waswasa. He will work day and night on his waswasa until a person can somehow slip and fall into sin. And the first thing he does, Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an, إِسْتَحُوذَ عَلَيْهُمُ الشَّيْطَانِ فَأَنْسَاهُمْ ذِكْرُ اللَّهِ That shaitan tries to attack the believers and make them forget the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will try to make them forget Allah. Or oh, that Allah they remembered so much in Ramadan, yes, he will make them forget. That Allah they were praying so much to in Ramadan, he wants them to forget. That Allah Ta'ala who they made so many du'as to in Ramadan, he wants them to forget. That Allah Ta'ala that they felt after so long, they felt the nearness to Allah Ta'ala in their heart finally in Ramadan, Shaitan wants us to forget. Allah Akbar Kabira. Obstacle to istikaba. Hindrance to istikaba. Coming between us and istikaba. And third obstacle to istikaba is people. Makhluk. People. There will be people around. Oh, you know, mashallah, you're back from itikaf, or Ramadan's over, we missed you, spend time with us. Allah Akbar. Here's some mitai, here's some flowers. Hmm? Subhanallah. Huh? And that in itself may be okay, but the mitai and the flower is just appetizer for ghafla. <laughs> it's just the beginning, it's prelude. Hmm? It's preliminaries. Sit with us, talk with us, chat with us, be with us. Hmm? Allah Akbar. Some people will distract you from your mission. You may try next day, okay, I'm going to read Quran. Whoa, what are you doing reading Quran? It's not Ramadan anymore. Huh? Allah Akbar. People will tell you, why are you going to masjid again? Allah Akbar. Hmm? People, you'll be amazed. Not just strangers. Sometimes even our very family. Especially those who worked hard in Ramadan. So what does that mean? When they worked hard in Ramadan, they made near intention to change things about themselves. Change things in their life, in their lifestyle, in their family life. You might meet resistance to this. There might be family members who don't want you to make these changes. For example, you go home and you say, okay, I want to take the TV out. So there may be some family member who wants to keep the TV in. You will face some resistance from your own family members. A woman, she might make near to wear niqab. She might face resistance from her own father, her own husband. You know how many cases I have like that? That the woman, Allah Akbar, she wants to do pure modesty, chastity, please Allah Ta'ala. And her own husband, her own father discourages her. Or her own teacher discourages her. Hmm? To discourage someone 
When Allah Ta'ala has encouraged them to discourage someone, when Allah Ta'ala has placed tawfiq in their heart, to discourage someone, when Allah Ta'ala put a desire in their heart, to discourage those whom Allah Ta'ala encourages, that's enmity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And anybody who does enmity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala apne dushman ko nibhane wale zaathe. Allah Ta'ala knows how to handle his enemies. But it happens, there will be so many discouragers, so many naysayers. Allah hmm? Akbar Kabira. So we have to be very careful, very careful. And especially difficult when that person is near and dear to you. Immediate family member, close friend, person who helped you and supported you otherwise. Then they start discouraging you on deen. Then a person gets shaky. This is a challenge to your istikama. You must remain firm, you must remain steadfast while maintaining relation with them, while maintaining adab with them, while having hikmah and wisdom with them, but you must remain firm and steadfast. So what is that attribute that enables us to get this istikama? It's called mujahada. Mujahada. Mujahada means to strive to follow the sharia and sunnah even when it's difficult. To follow the sharia and sunnah even when others are trying to distract you from that. To follow the Sharia and Sunnah even when your own personality might not want that. That's called mujahada. To strive and struggle against your own self. So this is something a mu'min has to do their whole life. But alhamdulillah, we just did it in Ramadan. So what was it? Your natural inclination is to eat and drink. You did mujahada for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you practice, you are now graduating. You are going to graduate in Maghrib Salah from 30-day intensive mujahada course. So when you graduate from the course, you must use these skills after you graduate. Like we were telling friends in Sunnah Itikaf, that Ramadan is like base camp. And when you go home, it's the front line. So when the person is trained in the base camp with skills, it is so that they use them back in the front line. The front line is back in your home, your bedroom, your living room, your shop, your office, your clinic, your university, your school, sitting with family. This is your front line to maintain the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to maintain the feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, a person made tawbah in this month from some particular sin. Now they will still have to make mujahada to have istikama on that tawbah because it's not that easy. Maybe, mashallah, may Allah Ta'ala bless all of you. I'm about to say something. May Allah Ta'ala bless all of you to do what I'm about to say. Subhanallah. Maybe somebody made niyyah to make tawbah of cigarettes and smoking once and for all. Maybe they finally make tawbah to leave the abominable practice, the repugnant practice, the completely non-spiritual, non-befitting Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ummah practice of smoking cigarettes. Maybe they made that near once and for all. That Ya Rabbi you let me fast. Ya Rabbi you let me stay away from food. Ya Rabbi you let me stay away from drink. But that tawbah won't be easy. <laughs> that tawbah won't be easy. Maybe you stayed away in Ramadan. Maybe you stayed away in the last 10 days and nights of Ramadan. But it's there waiting for you. All the memories of all the places where you smoked, all the places you put your cigarette packs, it's all there waiting for you. You must have istiqama. You must be persevere. You must make more mujahada if you want to stay away from that despicable act. 
you will have to make effort. Hmm? When you leave things for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, when you leave that which is ugly for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will put beauty in your heart. Allah Ta'ala will beautify you. Allah will make you with more noble virtue if you leave these things for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. But it requires mujahada. requires mujahada. Then there may be people in Ramadan who made tawbah for more major sins. Hmm? Maybe they made tawbah from unlawful relations. Maybe they made tawbah for sinful actions. Allah Ta'ala has accepted your tawbah. Allah Ta'ala, inshallah Ta'ala, did accept your tawbah. But still, when you go back out there, you will still have to make mujahada. You will still have to face Face the temptation to sin, invitation to sin, reminders to sin, that you will have to be firm and steadfast. It doesn't end. You see, Toba is wiping it clean. Mujahada is keeping it clean. Hmm? Now you have a second effort. So mashallah in Ramadan we did so much scrubbing, or by fasting, praying taraweeh, making dua, we did so much scrubbing, so you see like in Yom Al-Jummah, a person did their laundry, now they wear their clean clothes, but it is clean, it was made clean, but now they have to keep it clean. That requires mujahada. And if you always want to keep it clean, that's called istikama. You have to be steadfast, you have to be firm, so you should remind yourself, all the time of all the things you made Tawbah for in Ramadan and try never ever to return to them at all. So one aspect of Tawbah, Istikama then, is to have Istikama on our Tawbah. Second aspect is to have Istikama in our Ibadah. That I want to keep praying the way I prayed. I want to keep reciting the way I recited. I want to keep making Dua, keep making Salawat, keep following Sunnah, keep having Adab, keep having Akhlaq. This is another type of istikama. And a third type of istikama is in our feelings. That in Ramadan I had some feeling of love for Allah Ta'ala. I want to maintain that. In Ramadan I had some feeling of fear of Allah Ta'ala. I want to maintain that. In Ramadan I had a feeling of longing, missing Allah Ta'ala. Realizing that He is my Rabb. Qalu Rabbana. I want to preserve that. The istikama in tawbah, istikama in ibadah, istikama in feelings. This is one of the things that a person does get. Sometimes people ask, no, Barakah. This is one of the things a person gets through Barakah of Nisbat and Sohbat with Mashaikh, is this type of istikama. Why? Because they keep listening to Bayan, they keep making zikr, so the feelings get renewed, the passion gets renewed, they keep going to gathering, the ibadah gets renewed, they again hear Bayan on leaving sin, the feeling of Tawbah gets renewed. So connecting yourself to Bayan and zikr and Sohbah helps a person have istikama on their Tawbah and their ibadah and their feelings. But there are other types of istikama. There are also other types of istikama to have that can also bring you close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one, another type of istikama is called istikama in khidmah, in serving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That khidma might be dawah, that khidma might be ilm, that khidma might be jihad, that khidma might be tabliq, that khidma might be helping, taking care of the widows, that khidma might be taking care of your own sick relatives, to have khidmah. But to be firm and steadfast on that, to be of service to the ummah, service to deen, service to makhluk, service to creation. But this is a feeling of khidmah. And when a person has istikama on one, listen to what I'm going to say very carefully. When they have istikama on one aspect of khidmah, Allah Ta'ala can, out of His fazl and karam, give them reward for all of the types of khidmah. You see, there was one Sahabi, he wanted to go for jihad, fi sabilillah, in madani jihad. 
Can you imagine anything greater than that? To defend your beloved Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Ummahatul Mu'mineen and the Ummah and the very deen itself against the attack of the mushrikeen of Makkah Mukarramah. Could there be any greater act than that? But his mother was ill. His mother needed his care. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him that no, there's no work that everyone has to do all the time. He said, yes, it is jihad. It is madni jihad, defending your Nabi jihad. But you will stay home and take care of your mother. You will get sawab of jihad. You must have istiqama on the khidmah of your mother. Allahu Akbar. So a person has istiqama on khidmah. He gets the reward of all the khidmat. This is one of the great, great powers of barak of deen. Hmm? The muhaddis is teaching hadith day and night, day and night. He gives his life to hadith. He gives his days to hadith. He gives his night to hadith. His istiqamah and his khidmah, he will get reward for all the branches of khidmah. Hmm? Allah Akbar. So there will always be people like that in every branch of khidmah. There will always be people like that in every branch of khidmah. There are people who give their life to ilm, give their life to tabliq, give their life to tasawwuf, give their life to relief work. They get this istiqamah through their khidmah. Subhanallah. Hmm? So if you reach that level, then you get the reward of all of the khidmat, inshallah. Subhanallah. Hmm? So that's how we feel like Imam Bukhari, he gave his life to hadith. We feel he will also get the reward of all the mufassireen for all the tafsir they wrote. Because he had istiqamah in his khidmat of hadith. Hmm? But this is another way. Now listen to Quran. Allah Ta'ala mentions this. Allah Ta'ala mentions this in Quran. Verse in Quran. What does Allah Ta'ala say in Quran? In tansurullah. That if you help Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, we help you, you being helped even. This is not for us, we cannot imagine even it's against other for us to think like that. But it's Quran. Quran is hidayah. Means Allah Ta'ala wants you to think like that. In tansurullah, if you help Allah, yansurkum, Allah will help you. Allah Akbar. So what does it mean to help Allah Ta'ala? Obviously Allah Ta'ala in His own zat, His own essence is beyond our help. It means if you help make the wish and will of Allah established on earth, if you help make the wish and will of Allah established in the hearts of people, then you are considered a helper of Allah. Oh, the Hawariyun, they were also who are going to be the Ansar of Allah. This is the term that Allah Ta'ala wishes to use in Quran. So if you help, means khidma, khidma, khidma. You become a person of khidma in any way, multiple ways, one way, every way. You become a person of khidma that Allah Ta'ala will help you. Now what did I say? Now in Tansuru, you can help Allah how? That's limited. How much can a person do for deen? It's limited. We are nakis. We are deficient. We are flawed. We are imperfect. But what Allah Ta'ala used the verb again for Himself, Yansurkum. He, Allah, will help you. Well, Allah is kamil. Allah is perfect. Allah is incredible. Allah is amazing. You help in one way, Allah will help in every way. You help imperfectly, Allah Ta'ala will help perfectly. Hmm? And then the link with istikama, we thabbit aqdamakum. That's istikama. Allah Ta'ala says, and He will make, your, make you steadfast. Literally, He will make your feet firm. It means He will make you steadfast in this resolve. He will give you istikama. So that's the way. If somebody says, oh, 
you know, I can't have istikama and ibadah, I can't wake up for tahajjud all the time, I don't have istikama in my tawbah, I still find myself returning to sin, I don't have istikama in feelings, I'm not always able to feel that same feeling of love for Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala in another way, that okay, fine, you have istikama in khidmah, you have istikama in khidmah, then Allah will help you. Yansurkum. Allah will help you with the tawbah. Allah Ta'ala will help you with the ibadah. Allah Ta'ala will help you with the feelings. Allah Akbar Kabira. Hmm? So another way to get istikama. Another way to get istikama. وَمَنْ أَسْتُكُ مِنَ اللَّهِ كِيلَا Who can be more true than Allah? The most true speech is the speech Kalamullah Qur'anul Kareem. It means it will definitely happen where you thabbit akdamukum you will get istikama through khidmah. So this is what we want. We want this istikama in our life. We want this istikama in our heart. Now understand that we are living in a time of fitna. We are living in an age of fitna. And all likelihood that fitna will continue now to whenever the end of time will be. Most of the ulama, sufiya, mashayik are of the feeling that the only thing that will completely roll back this fitna will be when Imam Mehdi comes. Whether he comes in a hundred years, thousand years, no one knows. But we are now entered this age of fitna. This age of fitna. So what does fitna mean? What is fitna? Fitna means that that period of such severe test, trial, tribulation, that evil appears, evil happens, like immodesty, shamelessness, crime, people leaving iman, so many types of evil happen. And they happen so much and so fast, that if you try to stamp them out, you're unable to do so. You're unable to put out the darkness of evil. So then what's, what do you do then? What does the person do in the time of fitna? The mashaykh explained it beautifully. They said, fitna means a time of sharr, evil, that you cannot stamp out directly. So what do you have to do? You have to become khair. You have to become that good. You have to spread that good. Like in some cultures, they light the candle. Why do they light the candle? Or they light a thousand candles? They light a million candles. It's symbolic that when you light a nur, the nur puts out the darkness. So you don't have to directly put out the darkness. The more you create nur, the more the fitna will go away. So then it's our duty, if we were fasting believers in Ramadan, praying believers in Ramadan, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of His infinite fuzzle and karam gave us the nur of this Ramadan, then we must take that nur back into our homes, back into our families, in our communities, and we must spread that nur. The fasting believer, the fasting believer must spend shawal and rest of the year spreading that nur. And when he spreads that nur, the spreading of this nur of Ramadan that they got through their fast, their taraweeh, their itikaf, will be the only thing that can dispel the fitna anymore. Hmm? The only way you can put out the darkness is by creating more light. Nur of iman, nur of haya, nur of zikr, nur of taqwa, nur of ilm, nur of dawa, nur of khidma, nur of adab, nur of akhlaq. Every single nur needs to be reignited in this ummah. When we reignite this nur in ourselves, then all of the darkness, all of the fitna will go away. So then we just end by telling you the rest of that passage of Quran. So what happens then? إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنُ اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا 
that they say and pledge with their heart and being that Allah Ta'ala is their Rabb and then they have istikama. So then what happens? تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَ All angels come down to them. Or angel Jibreel comes down to them. Allah تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا And they ensure that never will this person have any fear again. They will have no fear from enemy, no fear from their nafs, no fear of Jahannam, no fear of going to Jahannam. وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا And they will have no sorrow. No sorrow, no sorrow due to sin, no sorrow due to past sin, no falling again into sin. They will have no sorrow anymore. This is wilayat. Inna awliya Allahi la khawfun alayhim walahum yahzurun. So the people of istikama, they become the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They become awliya Allah. Wa abshiru bil jannati lati kuntum tu adun. And then they give them the glad tidings of that jannah that had been promised to these people who had iman and istikama. نَحْنُ أَوْلِيَاءُكُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا Then the angels say that we are your friends in this life. You have new friends now, new social circle. Hmm? The angels say we want to be your awliya now. We can't wait for you to come to Jannah. We become your awliya now فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ And in Akhirah before for us, Jannah meant that we were with each other. But now you have become so azim. Oh, you have iman and istikama. For now, Akhirah means that we want to be with you. We want to be your awliya. وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ And in that Jannah you will have whatever pure, your pure desires you have. وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّعُونَ And you will have whatever it is that you ask for. So this is the time, the greatest chance, the best chance any believer ever has to become a person of istiqama is after completing this 30 days of Ramadan, training of istiqama. So you must follow up, you must follow through in shawal, you must complete the mission and become a person who has istiqama on deen. May Allah Ta'ala accept this niyat from us, may accept this niyat from you, may He make these remaining few hours of Ramadan valuable to us. May He send all of His ultimate, final, last mercies and blessings on our heart and on our families and our homes and our communities and this ummah. And may Allah Ta'ala accept this Ramadan from us. May He accept this Jummah from us. And He make us on Sirat Al-Mustaqeen from the Dhaqireen, Salihin, Muttaqeen, Mu'mineen. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillah.